0: you're listening to umbani radio
1: good evening america i'm in mean, south africa good evening right now south africa is good evening actually america good afternoon it's a day after memorial day we're doing this again and it's your boy coolie and umbani radio conversations in the afternoon we're talking about all things disability i'm so grateful today because I actually get uh, a guest that uh, is going to be here with us uh, over the phone, live from South Africa, Vicky Forey. I can't wait. It's going to be a great show. Just to sum up what the show is about for those people who didn't get a chance to know what the show is about, this is Umbane Radio Conversation. So we are talking to the women that were chosen by Valhalla Arts and they won Valhalla Arts Tributes Excellence Awards and they've done a lot of things in their communities, to contribute to whatever things that are going on, irregardless of their circumstances. They have a disability that they have to deal with, but on the other hand, trying to make things better for their community. In 2010, Valhalla Arts unveiled the Tributes Excellence Award, a special project conceptualized to honor women with disabilities who have left a lasting legacy in our social, economic and political landscape. Tributes was designed to involve the South African community in identifying and nominating high-profile women with disabilities who deserve recognition for the sterling work they do in their local communities and wider society. Each year, 13 finalists are selected in specific categories and i invited to a three-day fan film celebration hosted by valhalla arts at the chosen province in south africa so guess what one of those chosen 13 finalists is going to be talking to us today and her name is vicky Forre, and her mom also is going to be translating for us meaning we're going to hear vicky's voice but her mom is going to take my voice towards vicky because she has a disability where she's deaf she can't be able to hear but she can speak and she has an, an amazing voice i can't wait for this show and then later on also we also have another people that would like to share our the stories that i'm gonna put them on the show and we also i just wanna let uh, the listeners know too because we also have a, a, a situation i'm trying to get hold of them right now uh because we also have one of the tributes winners who uh is no longer with us um and she won the post humus award and her name is flora rendani uh Masakona. i was trying to get hold of her sister so she can share the story we're gonna keep trying we still haven't been able to to get hold of them we're gonna keep trying and then if we get hold of them they can share the story i'll give you just a little bit of, of, of a story on um on flora mm. flora actually she was born blind and she lived in Tulamela in Tula located in Vembe district in Limpombo, South Africa. She knew right from the start that having an education was possible and the only way to escape a disability was impoverished community background. After completing her school days, she went on to enroll for a BA degree in education which she eventually attained the then University of Venda. She joined the disability social development movement and will go on to find employment as a provincial coordinator of a DPSA, member of the provincial legislature of Limpompo, where she later became a chairperson of the standing committee on disability youth, women and older person and child. She was instrumental in establishing projects whose aim was to mobilize local people with disabilities and create a platform from which they could raise issues of common interest and find ways to overcome challenges facing disabled people, particular women. Her vision was to create a broad movement of people with disabilities, primarily conscious of their rights and how to demand them. She always encouraged disabled women to join self-help projects and find their sense of self-reliance in defending their rights and striving to change social prejudice towards their sector. She has also impressed upon them to fight for their political liberties, economic empowerment and social justice. Her spontaneity when interacting with her peers and others was always a wonder to behold. Together with her, expansive manner, humanity, and courtesy, despite of those qualities and persona, she remained forever humbled. And we are so humbled and grateful that we get to share your story, uh, Flora Rendani. Masagona, we really appreciate you and congratulations to being Awarded the posthumous award. I really appreciate if I can get a sister. I'm going to keep trying so that she can also share a little bit of a story about Flora. But as I said, today I'm actually have a killer show. I have a killer show actually. Uh, so there's going to be a slight delay because uh, at the other hand, too, Bonita, which is uh, Flora's mom, is going to have to tell, uh, is, I mean, Vicky's mom, Bonita, she's going to have to tell vicky what we're talking about and then vicky will give us all the information on a wonderful voice and all the information about what she would like to talk about i'm so grateful about the show today man this is gonna be a killer show because you know when when you know that we have an an, an amazing guest that we've had all week and then on a sunday like this and i get to talk to one of uh The people that have made a difference, uh, the people that have been there for South Africa, the people that through all what they are going through, they are making a huge difference in their communities. It's it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I can't wait. This is going to be a great show. Uh, Just to introduce uh, Vicky, uh, I'm going to start by saying hi to you, Bonita. I know we already talked. How are you doing, Bonita?
2: we're doing well we had a wonderful day in cape town the sun was shining the beach was clear so we are very privileged to be sitting here and talking to you guys in new york tonight oh
1: this Today. is this is grateful this is grateful i'm really really privileged to get to talk to you guys and uh, just to let you know um if 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 uh you know it, you don't understand me just to make sure that uh Vicky, understand everything that I say. You can always stop me and ask again because sometimes I get to talk fast. I'm trying not to, but I, it's just natural so far. So,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, Vicky. That's fine. <laughs> <Fun>. Thank, <laughs> Thank
1: you. Well, welcome fine. to the show. We have all these listeners that can't wait to hear from you, Vicky. How are you, my lady? How is your day?
2: I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Um, I was so excited to hear um, about this radio. To one of interview me. So I'm so honored. I'm so honored. I can't wait to, to talk to you a bit about everything. And um, how
1: are you doing? I'm doing just fine, Vicky. You know, I had a plate of tacos just before I talked to you because I had some errands I had to do in the morning. But I can tell you what. I was actually reading a story about you when I was... Um, busy eating those tacos and I sit there I said this is a a wonderful young woman who has achieved a lot at a young age and who's still achieving a lot and uh, irregardless of a disability you know to me I sit there and say you know what people like you Vicky um you deserve a special place in this world because why the importance of you into our society and your uh, you just being able to live a better life without being worried about any kind of a hurdle in life it's just amazing because it's just an inspiration to us but now vicky i want to ask you so where were you actually born where, where are you from in south africa your mom just said cape town but were you born in cape town and where were you raised uh, and all of that good stuff where did you go to school
2: um there is that is a hard question because I feel like I've been all over South Africa. <laughs> so I was I was born in Bloemfontein. that is in the middle of South Africa. Okay. Uh, but I grew up in Bristol. So that is to perca.
1: Yeah. So you grew up in Free State, you said?
2: Yes. Yes, I was born in Bloemfontein, but I grew up in Bristol. But uh, then we moved back to Brumphantyne, and then we moved into Johannesburg, and now we're moving back to Cape Town. So I'm just all over, over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: um, you you, you so,
2: so where did I go to school? Actually, um, I was in a private school. My my dad actually started the school, especially for me, because um, I learned how to um, and how to speak like a hearing person. And my dad's father, he didn't want to put me in a big school where I had to learn sign language. So, um, so my dad decided and said, no, he wants to put me in a hearing school. And Afrikaans is my home language, um, which is almost like that. But, um, but my dad's father, he wanted to put me in a hearing school, and he decided to put me in an English school.
1: Mm. So he,
2: desi- he, he um, opened up this private English school for me, and it was in Vista. Mm. So that's where
1: I was in school. Wonderful, wonderful. But now let me ask you a question. So when your dad uh, started uh, um, the private school, uh, f- the dad started the school for you to go towards just to accommodate you or all the kids. And the- what was the idea behind the school? Do you know anything about that, or can mom share a little bit about that? Well, the thing is, um, I'm
2: just. About my parents, when I found out about my disability, I was about two years old. Uh, because I wasn't speaking yet, and I wasn't responding to sound or people calling my name. So, um, so for my parents, it was quite a shock to find out that I can't hear. That I have ninety-seven percent um, hearing loss. I can only hear three percent. Okay. And And um, so, my parents, so, so what my parents did, and I, I feel like. It was a very big, um, a very big thing that I that I actually went to God and I asked God, "But what do you say about this life? What do you say about the situation?" And um, and so the thing is that I could my parents were looking at the problem and the problem was that I couldn't um, hear and that I I probably wouldn't be able to speak and I would have to go to a school and so it was a big problem. But then they decided, now they're going to look at how big God is instead of looking at how big the problem is. And when you focus on God, you see, wow, the problem is actually quite smooth in comparison with God. So my theory when they um, opened up the school, they just felt that um, they want to dream big with God. So mm-hmm. that was the reason behind opening the school was to dream big with God and not to limit me as a child. Um, in my... Um, in the way i communicate and my languages i mean i can speak Afrikaans and english and not, not a lot of these people can actually do that so mm. it's a miracle and so th- that's what happens when you decide to focus on how big god is and not I how big the problem is because then you see wow i can actually bring it
0: mm, 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 mm.
1: that's amazing vicky what the parents have done for you and uh, let me ask you a question in that three percent of hearing that you have what kind of things can you hear?
2: Um, okay, so I only have 3% hearing, so I'm actually profoundly deaf. Uh, but I got my first hearing aid at, at the age of 2, and it actually brought up my hearing to 40%, which was actually quite a miracle because I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be able to respond so well to hearing aid. So it mm. broke my hearing up to 40%, but um, it, it was very limited. I, I couldn't really hear what was going on around me. Um, mm. I could only see what was going on in front of me. So when people spoke to me, they actually had to stand in front of me and make sure that I saw their faces and their lips and their body language. So, um, so I was heavy, heavy dependent on the training. Um, that's how I grew up. Um, I, I, I was able to remember what people's mouths looked like and not their eyes because I never looked into their eyes.
0: Oh, <laughs> I okay. I
2: their mouth's mouth. mouth. Uh, <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs>
2: so that's how I grew up.
1: Okay. okay so
2: uh, that's how I grew up. And um, so I'm 28 years old now. And at the age of 23, um, I got my first uh, cochlear implant. Um, okay. I don't know if you know about that. Do
1: you know what that is? I, I don't know about that kind of... It's an implant for to to boost the hearing or what kind of yeah. implant?
2: Yes, so, so it's a very big operation and it's very expensive and there's a long um there's a, a long journey ahead after you have the operation where you have to learn how to listen all over again, how, communicate and how to um identify sounds around me so um i got my first um, operation um when i was 23 years old and um i mean it's amazing i mean technology these days are amazing so they actually they put in new hearing if i can say it like that hmm. um it's a, it's a very complicated um operation but then i basically put new ears in of you i can say it like that <laughs> Wow. Um, so that actually brought up my my hearing to eighty percent.
1: Wow!
2: So, yes, that so that's just amazing. amazing. So it actually doubled
1: my hearing. Oh my god, that's that's amazing! You know the technology nowadays is just incredible. What What's the name of your dad? Um, uh, my dad's
2: name. Um, he actually passed while recently. Oh, um, I'm and, sorry. You when know, I received that award, I dedicated it to my dad. Um. Oh, so his sorry. name is Harab, Haras, I And My mom is Punita.
1: Okay. So, What's his name um, again? What's the name of your dad? Is Harab. I'm
2: sorry. Um, it's very African. Um, but if you say it in English, I think it's um, Hera. Um, Ur-Gero. Oh. Uh, but in African, it's Harab.
1: H- Herald. Herald. oh okay all right uh, well i grew up in south africa oh, well
0: too,
1: so, uh, so i know a little bit of uh i don't know a lot of africans but i just want to say you know to your mom and your dad uh up there looking up to everything that you you have done i said you have raised a wonderful wonderful young woman and i'm so proud of you bonita and your husband the, the way she's talking right now i'm just so amazed and uh and looking at everything that she has done i'm really proud of you guys thank you for giving us the opportunity to hear that wonderful brain of hers because it's incredible the things that she's done and the things that she's still doing and her confidence and everything and i have a young lady too who's one years old and i'm talking to her and i'm thinking that Le- my own daughter. I'll really be privileged for her to meet Vicky Foree. Thank you so much. Oh wow! So, did
2: actually listening to um this afternoon tonight?
1: Oh my daughter! Oh, you know, she's out with her mom because I'm broadcasting. Uh, I'm broadcasting uh, from home because I have to work later. So uh, I'm broadcasting from home right now. So that means that uh they have to give me space to broadcast because i can't make it to the studio It's, a uh, lo- it's a, yeah, the stu-
2: <laughs> yeah
1: i gotta make a living i gotta make a living <laughs> so now vicky let's talk about um let's talk about the important thing here that i'm looking at the things that you have done so it says over here during uh your metric in 2007 um you honed your writing skills doing a two year writer's course over the internet, and you already currently publish over 120 written magazine articles. My goodness, uh, uh, this is amazing. Uh, wh- what inspired you to start writing? Like, was that uh, another way for you to reach out to the world?
2: um i'm gonna speak about my dad again
1: <laughs> that's fine that's
2: uh, fine so when i was about i think 14 15 years old um the cell tongue um started to become very popular and i had this big old nokia phone and i would send texts to my parents because I, i'm not able to speak on the phone so that's oh, okay. why my mom is also translating to me um just now because um, for me to communicate is through um, WhatsApp or SMS or even FaceTime. Oh, okay. So, right. um, at that, uh, so when I was 14 years old, I started sending SMS to my parents, and then my dad actually said, Wow, um, this girl has some right with words. She's really good at communicating and the, the words that she used and everything. So my dad actually motivated me and he told me that because it's a like, to see if you want to write, because I loved reading. I mean, I would go to the library every Saturday, and I would just um read all the books in the library, and everyone knew me by name. That's how often I went to the library. So mm. so my dad actually motivated me, and that's how I started writing, because I love stories. Um, I believe that every one of us has a story to tell. And so so that's, that's actually how I started writing. So I, I think at the age of 15, my first article got published, and nice. I've i been writing ever since. And it's actually not 120 mm-hmm. articles. Um, I think actually I I um I counted all my uh, magazine and newspaper articles the other day, and I think it's over two hundred and forty now, or something like that. It is a crazy number. Wow. And um, I made, and two of my books have been published as well, and um, i want to write more books. It's just something that's very naturally and it's because my dad showed the potential in me.
1: Wow. Oh, so, my so, God. Your dad is show an amazing man.
2: So the, the reason why um, I love writing, I love reading, and I love stories. Okay. And the very great way to actually deal with um, your emotions as well. Mm. Um, to put things down on paper, it, it brings clarity and it brings... Um, a lot of focus, and that's also how you get lessons about who you are and where you're going in life. So I, I really like the whole creative process, but I have to say that it takes a lot of discipline.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: sometimes I really have to push myself, I really have to motivate myself, because it takes a lot of discipline to just go sit down and to focus and to get it done.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing, honey. I'm really... I'm... I'm like, owl oh, right now, I'm not even sure what to say, because, you know, I know how lazy I am. And I'm sitting there thinking like all these things that your dad did for you to inspire you and make you what a wonderful woman you are. And that actually inspiring me and a whole other people, too, that I'm sure that are listening. Uh, what a wonderful woman you are. So now let me ask you a question. Um, do you remember what was your first article about it? the magazine article that you wrote? What was the first one? What was it about?
2: Um, I remember it very well um I mean, my sister is sitting here with me, and my title class, I, like, I can remember my first article <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, yeah' i was very really, I was very really proud of that article. I sent it to a magazine and our writer so actually contacted me, and I said I would love to publish the story, so it was so easy from the from from the first moment uh-huh.
0: um
2: so i i um when I was two years old um I was on a wildlife game farm with some of my school friends.
1: Okay. Um wildlife game farm is like where there's lions
2: and cheetahs and tigers. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rem- Vicky, v- you
1: know, Vicky, Vicky, uh, um, Vicky, remember I'm South African, born and raised. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to work at Kruger National Park. Oh, am <laughs> talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right,
2: go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so um, anyway, yes. so I was on this wildlife form with some of my high school friends. I was 14 years old, and um, the girls wanted to take a group photo. Uh-huh. And because it was so exciting, you know, being on this wildlife storm, and there's lions outside, you can hear them roaring, and it was very dangerous and very exciting. And uh, then one of the girls um, showed a hunting gun lying in the corner of the hallway. And I'm sitting side to take this gun and pose put a photo.
1: Nice.
2: She didn't know it, but the gun was loaded. Oh, so okay. The gun was loaded, and somehow the gun went off, and the bullet hit me of all people. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. You know, God.
2: I mean, when, when you have a disability, you sometimes have that um, mentality of all the bad stuff only happens to me. Oh so I God. I felt like, I mean, why me? Why did I get shot and not one of my other friends? So the gun actually went up and the bullet hit me from the back of my shoulder and went through my shoulder. And it was so painful. And I really felt like I was going to die that day. But by, for some reason and somehow, um, I didn't die. It was a miracle. It was a miracle that I survived this gunshot um, wound. And so my first article, I mean, that. That's why I sat down to write about my experiences, about what happened to me, because for me, it was also like therapy. Mm-hmm. It's coming through the, um, the, the, um, the vision that I had, and it was in doubt, down in an article. So it was more like a system of how God changed my life, and how it's good to sometimes have questions about life, because then God comes through for you, and you go forward in life. So, uh, so that was my
1: first article that I wrote, and it was about yeah. when I was shot. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I'm grateful that bullet didn't go any further. It went through because, uh, you know, that Vicky, just right now, just listening to that story on its own. So God had a plan for you, and he had a plan for you. Hey, uh, a friend of mine uh, who just sent me, who was listening right now, uh, just uh, sent me a message to tell me that I let Vicky explain what a game game reserve is because I guess she's an American. So she's like, hey, this is not just a show for South Africans. So anyway, just because the radio show, for the most part, the people that are listening to you right now, Vicky, are what you call the global experts, the people that live overseas that uh, are from South Africa, Southern Africa, and some parts of Africa. So I do have a lot of audience, too, which is American. So I feel, <laughs> I feel like I should take you back there to explain to Kim. Kim, hope you're listening now. Uh, Vicky is going to explain to you what is a game reserve. Okay. A, a
2: game reserve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's like a song. Um, it's like a run. I think in America, they're good a the run. Um yeah. It, it, it it's like almost like a big zoo, but it's outside of town and
1: um Yeah, it's no very, it's just like a wild far, a wildlife farm or some sort of a wildlife ranch. Yeah, they it, have them in Texas. um you can
2: you can be sightseeing, you can actually go and take photos of lions and some of them are signs. So you can go inside the cage and you can actually um go and grab them and take something out, especially with the baby lions and um on this farm they also have white lions. You have know the white lions, oh.
0: uh, also
2: beautiful and place yes, and the tigers mm-hmm. and um, I don't know what to, um. yeah There's a coffee shop there, there's a playground for children, you can get married there. Um, so there's like a chuckle, Battle River, so it's really beautiful. It's quite an experience. So I just want to tell to everyone in New York, we have to come to that Africa. And we have to come and experience this wonderful, um, I mean, it's just amazing to go back to nation and what God created and to just um enjoy it and to um just have fun, you know.
1: Vic, uh, Vicky, thank you for explaining that. And for you, Kim vicky just opened up her arms right now said come down to south africa and experience the wildlife down there (laughs) so you better make sure because she's telling you about all these great things we have but anyway just moving along here vicky i just want to ask so you you are actually (laughs) i'm looking at this i'm like she actually also uh what do you call you do pageants oh yes the
2: beauty pageants um i I
1: could see see that I could see that with all your pictures because yeah, you know you can tell South Africa, she's a model.
2: Africa, Africa, to... sorry,
1: go 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 ahead, Vicky. Go yeah, ahead.
2: You, ahead you oh, sorry. I'm um, yes, so, um um. I was okay. um, like, my South Africa in two thousand and nine. Okay. I'm South South Africa. Back with the day, people. So um, I won, I
1: won the beauty pageant, and then I went to Las
2: Vegas in America. Oh um, For the International. Oh my and God! Where in America? Why in America? Um. So it, that's a good question. I should have it in South Africa. <laughs>
1: yeah, and and what city? What city or state in America did you guys go to? In
2: America. Very beauty package. We we was I in, in America. Very beauty package. Glass spiders. You had glass spiders. Yeah. It was like spikers, yes. oh, okay. All right. This yes, is like glass spiders. We okay. went there in the summer. Oh it my too, god. So it, was, it was not a good idea. <laughs> I,
1: mean, <laughs> I was, was gonna say the same it thing.
2: It was just. how, oh, I mean, it really felt <laughs> like hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after, <laughs> you yes, got. I thought like everything was hot.
1: Yeah, you got you gotta remember, Vicky. Vicky, you gotta remember. Uh, Death Valley. Uh, the 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 park. Uh, the, actually, it's a national park, I think. Death Valley is not that far from Vegas, so it's hot over there. It's a desert, but uh, it wasn't a good idea to go there <laughs> in summer. Eh, not a good idea. No, no. Tell- it was
2: quite an experience. I mean. It was I think there were only I fifty girls from all over the world. Wow. Um fifty different um countries. Okay. And they all came together and then we had to compete with, compete with a mistake international title, but it was just an amazing experience just to communicate with these girls because remember it's different languages but it's also different um sign languages. Oh, and and okay. also the dialect. I mean, if you look at South Africa, the people in the north they don't have the same sign language
1: as the people in the south. Hmm. So it's. Yeah, so, uh,
2: go, go ahead. So that really amazing.
1: Mm. So it looks like you did a, a lot of the beauty pageants uh, because it looked like you also went to Prague.
2: Yes, I also went to Prague, yes, Um with my mom, with my chaperone. She also went to me with me to the but then also to Prague um, for the mistake the world, nice. and world. the And also, I, I'm girls from all over the world that came together, and it was just a very, very in- enriching experience. But I, but I have to say, I'm, I'm glad those guys are other, Because it, it was a lot of work. Right. It looks fun and easy, but it's not. Let me let me just burst the bubble. There, it's not easy. It's not. I mean, it's a lot of hard work and a lot of preparation. And looking beautiful is hard work. It's not. You don't just wake up looking beautiful. You have to put in a lot of time and effort. And um, but I'm grateful to my mom that she was able to be there and help me. And yeah, oh, and then also um. Actually, this is a complete different now, but um, I um, I don't know if you know better music.
1: Uh, be- Beto music, you said?
2: Beto music is like you song. You know you song music, but you also get Beto music. Do you know of them?
1: Uh, no, I'm not sure about it. Tell us about it.
2: Yes, okay, so... Anyway, um, they, they have a Bible school in California in Reading, in the North. And um, so this is a completely different topic from the beauty pageant, but this is something that I did recently. Um, I went to the Bible school there for nine
0: months.
2: Mm. So I was in America now for nine months, and I only came back in May. Oh,
1: okay. Um, so where, 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 where in America? Where, where in California? California.
2: No, they so, so the the music band um they should be Pi there um we're in California and i have a an a amazing bible school It's called um better School of Supernatural Ministry, and with um, also people from all over the world i mean my first year class was one thousand four hundred students and sixty percent were were international international so only forty percent were Americans.
1: Oh, so okay. all
2: these different cultures and languages and backgrounds, everyone came together, and with did Bible school, and it was just amazing.
1: mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that sounds amazing. Actually, did you say the school is in Redding, California? Did I hear you well?
2: Redding. Right. Yes, a so Redding, Redding, California. I think it's about four hours drive from San Francisco.
1: Okay, so if you go two hours drive south. Uh, of San of uh, San no 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 Sacramento or oh, three hours east oh, of it's uh...
2: Sacramento. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's and... quite
2: close. I think it's about two hours from Sacramento, USA. Right.
1: Yeah, because so I, was, I
2: went to Sacramento. Um, we just got to a this day, so I went to the church, and that was amazing.
1: Okay, so you need to go to. I used to live in California. Actually, I used to live in Central Valley in a city called fresno i don't know if you're familiar with fresno but close to fresno there is a national park over there one of the very renowned national parks in the I world there. It.
2: Yeah. i i of agree but i never had a chance to go there so um i i would love to go there some some of my friends went in there but i wasn't able to go but definitely, when I go back next time, I'll definitely go there. I heard it's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, you need to go to Yosemite National Park. It's beautiful. It's not a place you wanna miss. Uh it's very, very beautiful. You should go and visit, especially when you get a chance being in America and all. Wow, so
2: you've also been all over actually.
1: Um, you know what, life takes you around, but I'm proudly South African wherever I go, so <laughs> life takes you around, but it is what it is, you know, we gotta keep pushing, right? Look at all the great stuff you're doing. Let's talk about your book, though. I want to talk about your book, and I will tell you about my uh, uh, travels, too, uh, some other time. We will have time for that, because we are friends now on Facebook. Uh, because I also want you to meet my daughter one day when I visit home, but now like, well, let's talk about your book. Viva la Vicky!
2: So, um, yes, I I was on TV for an interview after I won with this South Africa. And um, I spoke about how I love writing and I've written for magazines and newspapers and I would love to write books one day. And then after this interview I was gross-costed um, in South Africa, A publisher contacted me and asked me if I could write a story about my life and that I would publish it as long as I write it. Mm-hmm. So um, I wrote this
1: book, and I'm so sorry to say that it's only Afrikaans. <laughs> uh, hey, d- d- I'm so sorry. I'm mm-hmm. 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 not mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm South African, and Afrikaans is part of us, it's part of our history, so I understand. Really? I don't understand oh, it, but yeah, I can yeah. read it.
0: Oh, you
2: don't understand, but you can read it. Okay. No, meaning
1: I, I'm sorry. I meant to say I don't speak it. I can't speak it, but I can read it. The thing is, I took uh, Af- do remember oh, Africans? Wow. We, ha- I'm from KwaZulu, Natal, so we only learn Africans until a certain point. But I learn South uh, Africans uh, from uh, Sub A all the way to Standard Ten. So, and I know a lot of South Africans too, who might not be able to speak the actual language. Uh, but they understand it very well. But anyway, Vicky, we will be talking about your book too. I also want to introduce a guest that uh, is going to join us right now who's here in uh, America. And um, uh, her name is Khadijah Mohammed. I'm going to try to get hold of her because she's going to join us and be, she's going to be talking about things that she, uh, she has seen. And just to give you a little bit... To, uh to a uh, connection of some people that are over here because when you come back you had a whole lot of friends over here so i'm giving you a friend now mine one of my friends Khadija Mohammed Mohammed is joining us shortly uh Khadija, can you hear me hello Khadija. Khadija, can you hear me okay let's try it one more time vicky uh i'm, I'm seem to be losing it let me just try it one more time Khadija, can you hear me? Uh Khadija, can you Hello? hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, welcome to the show. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you very well. Welcome to the show. We're talking to Vicky Foree. Uh she's um a lady, a young lady with disability. She's uh, a hearing, she has a hearing loss. she has done all these great things. Uh I'm I'm pretty sure you were listening about her story, man. It's just amazing. And she actually even wrote a book called Viva La Vica. It's in Afrikaans, but she will translate it in English for you. So I just want you to say hi to her. Hello, how are you? Good. Hi, Arthur. I'm,
0: I'm good. good. I'm your how American you sister. I'm good, thank you. Um, I did hear oh, your story. It was very interesting. <laughs> wow, wow, that is, that's great. Um, So
2: where, where are
0: you from? Um, I am from well. I grew up in. I was born in New Orleans, in Louisiana. That's in the southern part of the United States. Um, I grew up in Houston, Texas, and then I lived in Rhode Island. Uh, that's like northeast for about 15 years. And now I'm back in Texas.
2: America is massive. I mean, it's really. If it just blows your mind. There's so many different states, and every state is different. They have their um, own laws and taxes. And I mean, I looked here for nine months, and I was like, "Wow, I I can never, I can never truly grasp how
0: big of it is." Africa is much much bigger than Texas, I think. <laughs> I would, I love to come visit. Yeah. So. I like. The animal oh, we would love to come visit. <laughs>
1: So, Khadija, you know right, um, Uh, sorry, Vicky. I, I just wanna, I just wanna bring you in, Khadija, Um, so Vicky, uh, she has actually extended uh, an invitation to anybody who wanna come and see that uh, game reserve, or that she was talking about the game farm. She was talking about. So you have a place to stay. But now, Kadisha, looking at everything that is yes. going on in America for people with disabilities, and we just came from. Uh, a time where uh, yesterday or the day before yesterday was Memorial Weekend or Memorial. No, no, Veterans Day. So there's a lot of veterans who have came from a war and all of that stuff, having to deal with disabilities. And I would like also Vicky to say something about that, because probably whatever she can say, I have a couple of my friends who are listening right now who are veterans. And they might be going through their own things. Maybe she can help with that. But for you, Khadija, is there anything that you can say to Vicky or all the other veterans out there or any other person that is experiencing any kind of disability?
0: Well, um, this is currently um veterans weekend. Um the yesterday was the holiday, but we usually celebrate the entire weekend. Um and here in America they give a lot of parades and parties or they'll give free um events of uh, free free gifts to our veterans those who have served our country uh, regardless if they're disabled or not so I always like to honor the veterans and say you know appreciate those of you who are, may be a veteran uh, thank you so much for your service uh, we couldn't have done it without you you make our country better um, that I'll say that and then with regards to disabilities uh, America has come a long way from working with people with disabilities we try there's various laws around that will support you if someone um, tries to discriminate against you. And that's something that I enjoy because I know a lot of countries have not gotten there yet on that level. So that's something that I can say I'm proud to say that we try to be inclusive um, to make everyone feel welcome. Um, We were not always like that. Uh, Once upon a time, there were um, issues where people with various disabilities were discriminated against um, and treated unfairly. They would be sent to um, live in home, mental homes and mental institutions, and they would be treated with like they were animals. Uh, but now there are lots of group homes out there that work with people with uh, various disabilities to help them live a better life um, and shine a light on them for the world to see that they're human. And they're just like everyone else. Um, they just may need a little extra help depending on the situation or the severity of the disability.
1: We, we, we really appreciate you. We really appreciate you, Khadija, having you on the show. And um, I'm going to actually go to the next uh, person that I'm trying to get hold of. Uh, uh, I really appreciate you joining us on the show. And uh, I, I got you a new friend and now. I've I'm... got Vicky Foree awesome we should facebook all right <laughs> thank you so much khadija you can say bye to vicky You're and welcome. me and vicky we're gonna finish the bye, show vicky. thank
2: you so much <laughs> yes. yes Thank you. Oh, bye goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Thank you. Yes. okay thank you so much khadija and then for some people who just got on on the show and they're not sure who i'm talking to i'm talking to vicky foray and she's also she wrote a book called uh, Vivi uh, v- oh Viva Vicky oh no Viva Vicky help me with the name of your book please
2: <laughs>
1: Viva La Vicky v- so Vicky uh, your book uh if you can just talk a little uh, expansively about it if you can. So what does it what 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 is your book about? Um yeah, so
2: um so when that publisher contacted me after the interview um, they asked me to write about my life story because I'm a motivational speaker and mm-hmm. I go to schools and because of my title as Miss Bates, South Africa, I was able to gain access to go to schools and business events, universities, um, uh, mom and daughter piece, um all sorts of motivational speaking events. And um, so I've been, I've been taking a lot of things from my life. The challenges that I've had as a person with a disability and how, how it actually enables me to do what I want to do in my life. It, 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 it doesn't hold me back. It actually enables me to do what I want to do. So um, so I have that kind of attitude where um, I choose to be positive and I choose to look at the clause as holds true and not hold empty. So, um, so that's what I do when I go and speak at schools and events, and um, I draw things from my life experiences and then I ask the Orient, but what is your challenge? What, What, what is your struggle? And um, so that's why I decided to write the book as well. Just mm-hmm. to um, put everything together that I've written and the things that I've learned from life. And so of people can draw from my experiences and that, 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 that I can also go forward in life. Mm-hmm.
1: That's wonderful, and I really appreciate that. So, Vicky, um, can people be able to find your, your book on uh, uh, Amazon, or where can they find your book if somebody wanted to buy it? Yes, um, I think it's also
2: available on Kindle. So, you can read it, read it as an ebook. Um, you know, actually, um, a lot of my, I, when I started writing, um, most of my, my um, writing were in English. So the books are in Apricorn, but I've written a lot of other stuff in English. And it's available online. So all that people I have to do, they can just go on my blog. Um, it's dk3.blogspot.com. Um, they can find you on Facebook as well and Twitter. Oh, okay. Um, and... Uh-huh. Yes, so, so there's a lot of um, online articles that people can read. The People from America, especially, it's available in English. But my Afrikaans book my and my second book. Um that I, um it's a devotional book that I wrote also on Afrikaans. Um I think you can find it on Tinder. Um I'm not sure if it's on Amazon, but I know it's on Take A lot. Um I don't know if they deliver in America but um I, I know Take a lot is also um, a um shipping company that we use in South Africa. Um you can also find it there. Mm mm, mm.
1: So let me just remind the listeners, uh, just to let them know, actually, how do they find you on Facebook? Because you did say Vicky Foree. So uh, Vicky, just to spell it to everybody, is V I C K I and Fourie is uh, an F O U R I E. Is that correct? F O U R I E. Yes, perfect. Thank you
2: so much.
1: Okay, uh, just to just to make everybody aware, and um, Vicky, I'm just gonna try to. Uh, get hold of the sister uh, for Masoko Oma, uh who uh, won the posthumous award uh, and I'm going to try to get hold of her because uh, sure she can just close up the show and we'll be talking to her just to make sure that well, she says something about her sister, I've been trying to get hold of her it's not been easy but I've been trying to get hold of her uh, Livu, are you all- Livu, can you hear me? Hello Livu Hello, Livu, can you hear me? Hello, Livu, can you hear me? Okay, we are failing to get hold of her, so we're gonna just close up the show with you, Vicky. So, Vicky, now, um, with everything that you have done, so you're doing a lot of other things in South Africa, what is your ambition as a young lady? Like, what would you like to do else? Is there anything in the pipeline that you're planning to do? uh except uh you know writing books talking of giving motivational speech or anything is there anything else that you're planning to do
0: um
2: i think the one thing that i still would like is um i want to write movies um i've got a lot of ideas for script writing that i would love to do so that is the next thing on my list and then also, um, I plan on becoming more involved in the ministry in South Africa.
0: Okay. Because
2: at the Bible school that I did in America, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like there's a lot of um, exciting things that's, that's going to happen to South Africa. And mm-hmm. I really want to be part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's
2: next on my list. But then, of course, I also have a lot of ideas for books that I want to write. And I want to continue with the motivation and, and I also plan on having my own radio program.
1: That would be um, great.
2: I I'm um, I I, I wanna contact the radio station here in South Africa and see if yeah. I can get my own program because I love speaking on the radio and people always respond so well. Especially when I hear my voice and I hear that i, I can um, I can speak and I, I look about my disability. Yeah. I don't really hold me back. That, so so that's one of the things that I also would love to do. So
1: can I have your talk. <laughs> uh, that would be that would be really great. Actually, to be honest with you, you are just a fantastic speaker. You'll be great for radio, and I can just tell why you are a motivational speaker because of what you have done uh, in life and you've been through. And I'm so grateful that uh, the Almighty God has kept you this long, and I'm so grateful that myself I get an opportunity to talk to you today. And I I I can't express any more gratitude. I can't express enough of it because the one thing that I'm always grateful about is that South Africans like you are making the better future for tomorrow. Okay, not the memes that we see on Facebook being sent by the kids nowadays. Instead of doing the great things that they're supposed to do, they are busy making memes. But I'm so grateful to talk to you today, and I'm looking forward to. Get my hands on that book so I can read it too and share it with some of my friends. Hopefully you'll translate it and have it in English sometimes or even have it as an audio book. So because a lot of people like me who are lazy and always be on the go, we sometimes don't get enough to sit down and read the book. But you know what? Now just hearing everything that you have said to me today, I'm thinking I'm going to sit down and read this book.
2: Okay, uh, I'll send it to you. I'll send
1: it to the book. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I really yeah. appreciate you, and I really appreciate... Hey, Bonita, thank you so much for helping us with the interview. And uh, for you, uh, Miss uh, Vicky, I'm looking forward to get to see you in the future and to get to hear more about your, uh, your new things that you are up and about to do, because... Uh, keep on pushing you're doing a great job and i'm so proud of you i'm so grateful i got the chance to talk to you thank you so much i hope you have a good night
2: thank you so much baby. have a great time. thank Th- you
1: thank you so much you have a good one ladies and gentlemen this is the home away and uh, we are talking we were talking to vicky foray and over here at <laughs> Radio. we are so grateful to have a young lady like her to come and talk to us and giving us all the story the things that she's been up to and things that she's been doing it's such a great honor i just want to thank a few uh countries that join us today i'm gonna start with uh america responded big today i don't know if it's because it's a sunday is a day after veterans uh, or is the Veterans weekend but i really appreciate you guys to sit through the show and listen and hopefully you can get hold of vicky free and how you get hold of her v-i-c-k-i for as an f-o-u-r-i-e over on facebook so you can talk to her and get to find out what she's been up to and she's a very godly woman she works she does a lot of great things to try to make herself better and through everything she's been through she still want to help other people can you imagine so you can ask yourself like i do myself every time i get a chance to speak with the wonderful people like her that what have i tried to do what have i tried to do and uh, i tend not to find an answer for that so at the end of the day though, you we're going to have to think about this. We need to make a difference in our societies, to the people we know, uh, to, even at home. Just try to make a, a difference and try to have an understanding. This is a disability month in South Africa, and those who are South African think about that, and those who are South African think about that, Africans all over think about that, and everybody in general. And on the 3rd of December, uh, it will be International Disability Day try to get involved try to get understanding what disabilities are about so that you can know because people like myself i didn't know adhd is considered as a disability but it is so just trying to understand and know other people with disabilities or you'll be able to learn a lot and you'll be able to understand how to react and what to do what things you can do around them i really appreciate you guys joining the show today this was a great show i really really so thankful of vicky for and uh, you can always find us on facebook we are on facebook we are umbani productions or you can go on home away show page and then over on instagram and twitter umbani radio umbani as an umbani radio you can always connect with us send us an email let us know what's going on and if there is anything that you like us to talk about in this radio station we will we keep it more like a more of a discussion and shows that involve discussion than just a music station yes we do play a lot of music 24 hours a day but when we sit down and talk to you guys get the listeners involved we talk about meaningful things things like what we just talked about today thank you so much i appreciate you i saw you also australia i uh, see you on my maps for today thank you so much and thanks a lot america thanks to the world i appreciate you this is coolie i appreciate you have a good day